Welcome back to another episode of the KC Hall Podcast. I'm glad you're joining me this morning. It's going to be uh, such a great, cool episode. We're actually going to have a friend of mine, TJ Stone, on the episode. And uh, so we're going to jump into that to, in a minute. But first, let me tell you about our main sponsor, TR Group Alex City. We love these guys. We're so thankful for them uh, sponsoring this um podcast and so if you're in the need for a car truck minivan whatever it is you need i promise you they got it or they will get it and they will take care of you they're not going to try to rip you off they're not going to try to uh, take advantage of you you can check them out at trgroupalexcity.com or you can go to facebook and search tr group um, ask for michael that's the guy there he's going to hook you up and make sure that you have everything you need uh, and they're buying cars so if you need to sell a car they're buying them um, so check them out at trgroupalexcity.com. We're about to jump into the episode with TJ, so get ready. It's going to be real good, and here we go. Well, we got TJ here with us, um, and I'm excited that he's on. Um, first, I love watching your videos. I get excited hey. every time you post. Thanks, man. I, I, and I've been catching up on the podcast. Like I uh, I was driving back from uh, from Valley this past weekend, and me and my wife listened to like four episodes straight. So I saw uh, the Instagram story said Highway 29. If you know, you know. <laughs> Hey, if you know, you know, and if you don't, it, yeah. it, it's like any other small town. The big question is, did you get some San Marcos when you were down? Bro, you know I did. I every say, single time. That's our spot. Um, every, Friday, every Friday at lunch, that's me and the wife's spot right there. Man, I love it so much. Like, uh, people don't know about the, the Mexican food, like, wars in our hometown. Yeah. Because, like, you really have to, like, declare your loyalty to one of them at a young age. Got you know? to. Um, For a while, yeah, my I was, family was going... For a while, I was El Himidor, but uh, I, had to, yeah. I had to get out and go to San Marcos. El Himidor is good. Um, my family was going out to dinner to like a Japanese restaurant. I mean, you saw that picture too. But uh, I was like, I told my wife, I was like, babe, we got to go to San Marcos for lunch because I'm not coming to town and not eating San Marcos. So we went. I mean, Makata's good, but it's not San Marcos. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. It's good, but it's not. But uh, did you just have a Clemson coffee cup? I guess Bro, South Carolina's done it to you. You know, I got the Auburn hat behind me. I like, actually bought a couple Auburn hats while I was in town. Uh, this is my mother-in-law's cup. Okay. But, <laughs> I mean, it's a sick cup. Hey, you know, as long as they're not playing Auburn, I'm good with it. Yeah, which hopefully they never will. But I do like the purple and orange. Um, but, Same. Uh, Philip, who I used to work at the print shop with, big Clemson fan. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Big Clemson fan. But anyway, so for everybody who doesn't know, TJ, uh, we went to the same high school. He graduated before me, um, Valley mm-hmm. High School. And then he was at Spring Road, right? Uh, it's where you were uh, in the youth, like you were a part of the youth ministry there. Yeah, that's that's the first church I ever went to. Yeah, so I was a student. I, I always tell people like I'm a product of Mark Smith's uh, yeah. youth ministry there at Spring Road. Oh, Mark. Um, and then TJ went to Atlanta Christian College, um, which mm-hmm. I went for one year. And then as soon as I moved out of here, up there, they announced Point University and moved back to the hometown. What was that like? It was horrible. I was so excited to get out, <laughs> um, but it was fun coming back because I got I knew everything about the town. Nobody else knew, so I got to show them around. Um, right. So, did you graduate from ACC or Point University? What's the diploma? I graduated from Atlanta Christian College oh, with lucky. a degree in English and Biblical Studies. Yeah. And uh, it, it wasn't. I, th- I want to say it was probably like six months later they announced the move and. Uh, it, so I had already I had already graduated from East Point, moved to South Carolina, and was working at a church when they announced it. And I, you know, honestly, for me, I was kind of excited because 
I think if they had done that sooner, I probably would have went somewhere else just because I wanted to get out of, I, I was that stereotypical, I want to get out of Valley and experience college yeah. kid, you know? Um, and so, I mean, that's what I, I had a good year up there, met some friends for life, and then what well, is kind of cool because all my friends came down here, got to meet my family. So my high school friends, like, got to meet my college friends. Um, so that's it's cool. Pretty, it's a cooler world. So yeah. TJ is in Monk, is it Monk's or Monk's? It's Monk's Corner, like, uh, like the people, you know? Yeah, so I know it's famous for two reasons. TJ's there and Stephen Furtick is there. That's all. <laughs> All right, so I want your your latest episode. I, I couldn't find it on Spotify, so I was watching it last night. Yeah, and uh, you're talking about Stephen Furtick, and I was like, you know, I'm actually the youth pastor at the church Stephen Furtick grew up in. Oh, really? And so, yeah, so uh, he, so I'll talk about Stephen Furtick and our uh, secretary. She'll be like, oh, I know Stephen, I know his mom. Oh my! <laughs> I, I'm like, well, could you give me the hookup? Yeah, yeah like, I want to talk to Stephen. I feel like you know? in, when he tells his story, he's always talking about Monts Court, and they did that video yeah. him and um. Oh, man, the, the who's ra- that rapper? Yeah. What's his name? But they went to Mutt's Corner and filmed a whole mm-hmm. episode there. Yeah. Uh, and so that's super neat. I watched that. And got, it'll come to me later, the name. Uh, but so TJ's a creator, YouTuber, pastor, game. Do you still do a lot of gaming? I do, man, like every day. Yeah, husband, fisherman. I see one of the pups in the background. Got- yeah, that's my corgi. My corgi's down there. She's, like, just sleeping. Yeah. Close to, uh, right now, close to 500 subscribers, right? You're almost there. At- I'm almost there. I'm uh, almost there. And so, and I'll put all your social media stuff and links to everything in the description. Make sure you check them out because I, I love watching his videos and stuff. Thanks, um, man. First thing I want to say, though, is that in majority of your videos, there have okay. been alligator sightings, or you know that there are <laughs> alligators in that area. And I'll Dude. just say that the video that you posted is a while back, and it's titled, I Screamed. Mm-hmm. You have lost your mind. First, I would have got out of there as soon as the first gator popped up and you screamed. But then you stayed, and I think you went over a, another one. Mm-hmm. In, in a yeah. kayak so you're like this far off the water yeah yeah the first one so i've been seeing videos of like alligators like coming out of the water onto docks and stuff and so if they wanted to jump on my kayak they get up there i guess they could and it'd probably flip you over wouldn't it because they're oh easy yeah and i'm just dead you know like if, if the gator doesn't eat me i'm gonna die of like cardiac arrest because <laughs> you know I, I look braver than i am like i'm terrified of alligators yeah, and be snakes so and bugs and all that stuff so dude this like in the moment though i guess you're they kind of keep to themselves like they've kind of stayed their distance but all it's going to take there's a there's a viral video lately of a, a guy that was kayaking and i think he scared the gator but the gator came at him and hit him and tipped him over oh no i mean that would be the last time i ever yeah. get on a kayak in my life i know <laughs> I you talk about the next day. you're ready to get a boat i would hurry up and have bought oh, yeah. a boat already there's i'm no. trying man i'm trying so alligators are that because you know people talk about them down here but you don't really see them in the lake especially west point yeah. stuff they say lake Harden maybe has some but are y'all just like loaded with alligators up there yeah they're everywhere uh i mean i, I don't know why here but i guess because we're close close to the coast it stays warm almost year round but man it, you don't go out and not see a gator here that's ridiculous um, and then another one of your videos, did you ever find out why that boat was tucked back in the corner of that river? No, no. Uh, I called DNR, right? And they ended up going out there. Um, I talked to one person. They said they knew it was there. I talked to another person that said that a couple other people had reported it. And um, they were supposed to call me back and let me know. They never came, called me back. They never told me anything. And then I was actually back there for the first time like two weeks ago, and it's gone. Oh, so. Man. Somebody probably but it had too. like it had like Maryland tags in it. I think I found a boosted boat, right? Like yeah. <laughs> I think somebody stole it, stole all the electronics and the motors off of it and dumped it back there. I remember watching that video, I was like, that's sketchy, that thing's just sitting back there. 
and I was texting I was texting Jeremy Colley. You know yeah, Jeremy? I know Jeremy. So he, I was texting him, and he was like, dude, you got to get on it. You got to get on the boat for the I, yeah, content. I was like, I was like, there's no way I'm getting on it. I'm not getting on it. If there's a dead body on that boat, then it's, now I'm yeah. accomplice to this murder? No, I'm not doing that. Because I wasn't even thinking about, like, fingerprints and stuff until you said that. You're like, oh, yeah. if I touch it, my fingerprints are on it. And you're back there. I mean, luckily you have your GoPro filming, so you kind of have evidence. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But still, that oh, I wouldn't want anything to do with it. And then did you find <laughs> yeah. something else tucked back there before? Like, uh... Wasn't there like this weird? Somebody said it was like off a cruise ship or something. That oh yeah yeah, yeah. it was a we were on a, a different creek yeah. and there was a it was a lifeboat from a cruise ship that just got got I, back there somehow. I, I've never I don't know why it was there. It was like chained up to a dock, but I, like I've never been to like I've never been on a cruise, so I'd never seen it before. So I'm thinking you know worst case scenario, you know this is like a zombie outbreak yeah. capsule or something. <laughs> Somebody's like, ready for it. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like, so I guess that's one cool thing about like getting into kayaking and fishing and stuff, especially in Charleston. There's so many creeks and branches off of the main rivers. Like, I guess you, sometimes you might find an abandoned boat or submarine, and sometimes you might find an alligator or a crackhead. Like, you never know. <laughs> Thanks for good content too for your uh, channel. Absolutely. So when the fish aren't biting, dude, I don't catch any fish, but I might see something cool. You just go explore. Yeah. Uh, so what's what are some of your top channels you watch now? So we're going uh, to yeah. kind of jump into YouTube for everybody that's watching. We're going to kind of jump into that world. Yeah. I, man, I, I watch it's, – it's crazy. Like, I, you were talking about getting sucked into YouTube at one point. And, man, I, I am literally the same person. So, like, if I pull up my, my page right here, there's going to be, like, fishing stuff. There's, um like, this guy named Luke Duncan who does a fishing podcast, which competitive bass fishing is, is kind of complicated because there's, like, so many different, um like – tours or I guess or leagues and so he kind of helps break it down and, and, and introduce you to uh, competitive bass fishing but there's a so there's like Weston Smith who's one of the Googans Lunkers TV um, but then there's also like I've been watching a lot of Resident Evil gameplay <laughs> like people playing through the new game yeah so you know I'm watching fishing videos and I'm also watching uh, guys like uh, Peter McKinnon oh I love Do Peter I, McKinnon dude I mean I wish my videos were as cinematic I, as I don't Peter's get it. videos. I don't you know? get it. I watched the video the other day about how how he takes his photos for Instagram. I watched that, yeah. And then I, I was, and then I watched somewhere he had like the mobile. He just set up like a mobile recording kit that uh, they sent him. Aperture mm -hmm. sent him. Ridiculous. The, the kind of stuff he puts out is just so high quality. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it, so you watch guys like that, and then obviously I watch the Guggen guys like Lunkers and uh, John and all those guys and. It's like trying to take all of these different genres and kind of smash them into like my identity, I guess, because I want my videos to be like Peter McKinnon cinematics, but I want it to be funny like Lunkers, you know. So Lunkers, I I started watching him. Uh, I think I don't remember when I started watching, but I watch him like on and off, and then especially when he started this whole uh, like the fishing tournaments, mm -hmm. I was like, I want to check this out because he was saying one day how it's like it's easy to go to a loaded pond and just catch fish but now he's out there in these tournaments and everybody's giving him hate and all this stuff because yeah, yeah. they're probably like aren't you a professional fisherman you should be able to do this real good mm -hmm. um, so I love watching his kind of stuff and then every once in a while I'll get sucked into a was it Lake Fort guy LFG yeah, yeah I like I'll LFG get, a lot I'll get sucked into his videos and then AP Bassin that's what actually got me started on Guggen <laughs> is uh, AP yeah. I'd watch his survival videos uh, mm -hmm. And then he started talking about Guggen. I was like, what's Guggen? And then I go check out Guggen. Um, but one of my favorite, I like a lot of golf YouTube videos too. And so I'll watch these people called Good Good. And they actually, I think, just signed with the same management as Guggen did. And they moved to Texas. Okay. And so 
Um, every once in a while, they'll have, like, they did a video with AP and LFG golfing with them. And so it's cool. I watched them. I, fe I feel like I've seen that video on YouTube. I haven't watched it yet, but I feel like I've seen it. Because it's like, they did a fishing. On, on their side, yeah. it's like golfing with pros or something like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then have you started, did you used to watch any Casey Neistat when he post? Yeah, I watched Casey. Have you I, seen I his still, brother still Van? I still watch him. His brother Van started a channel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watch his. I got sucked into that somehow. And then of course, Man, uh, me and the, the boys watch Mr. Beast. Oh yeah, I, I should, so when I was like, what, what shirt am I going to wear? Like, I have a couple Mr. Beast shirts I thought about wearing, but. Oh yeah. Um, dude, Van Nysat's videos are very peculiar and my wife doesn't get it. And I don't think I get it either. I agree. But, but I can't stop watching them. Like I love, part of me loves how every video starts the same, you know, the little spirited man. Mm -hmm. Um, and the part of me is like, why don't he just use nicer quality camera stuff? But then I think it's part of his things that he doesn't want I to. I think it is. Um, yeah, but he's very, he's strange, but mm. like some of the stories he tells are, are good and then some just don't make sense to me. <laughs> Same. Um, do you watch any of the Seek One stuff, those guys? I, I don't know. They're based out of like uh, South Atlanta, I think originally like Noonan area. Uh, okay. But they do suburban bow hunting. But now oh, they're, cool. But now it's turkey season, they're doing turkey. But they fish too. Um, but yeah, they'll kill like huge deer in the people's backyards in like South Atlanta, Noonan, that area. But you need to check oh, them out, sick. they're local. Um, so I'm just going to jump into some questions. That's cool with you. All right. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so uh, first is how do you come up with so your uh, your ideas and your videos and stuff like do you just sit down and say here's a month's worth of ideas or, or what do you do? Um, I, I'm working towards being able to do that uh, and have and, and try to make like a, a calendar because um, when it comes to creating content like some people do it like for fun some people want to take it to the next level I mean and some people just don't and that, and that's fine too but you know for guys like us who are trying to grow our brand and, and grow our image and stuff uh, I do want to take it to that level where you know I'm sitting down and I'm like alright I gotta film this video this video this video get them edited ready to go and it'd be nice to be able to film edit and have it ready to go and take a few days off not thinking about it you know um, but currently currently I don't do that like I'm in this zone of um, like my content is me learning more about bass fishing but also tournament fishing and so uh, every every video every trip like I'm just trying to learn something else and then pass that on to uh, the people watching my video and so really right now it, my goal is to get out once a week to film me learning and doing something so I don't have a set schedule right now I try to do it try to get it uploaded on Fridays um, but sometimes it does, doesn't happen, you know? So is fishing, fishing's like, uh, for you, is it all year long where you can always make fishing content videos? Pretty much. It gets cold here for maybe like a month or two. Uh, but even, even then, like it'll be really slow. But I mean, if you, if you grind, you can catch something out there. Yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna, this question was gonna be later, but since we're talking about it, I'm going to jump into it. So you would label yourself specifically a fishing channel? I would now. Yeah. Like how? Why? So how did you choose fishing? Because I know you used to be gaming, right? It was start off as a gaming yeah. channel. Um, so what yeah. made you say, "Hey, I'm gonna swap to specifically focus on fishing"? Okay, so I tried to grind out on Twitch. I had some really good growth on Twitch. I actually had some real. I made some money on Twitch. Uh, it was fun. I was, you know, affiliate. I wanted to be a, a partner like everyone else. And um, man, I was waking up every day. I would wake up and sit in front of my computer, and I would think about. You know, social media posts. I would think about like how, like my average viewers down to the like uh, tenth, like point so and so, and I'd be like, man, how can I get that number up? And it was stressing me out. So I, I, I I've always enjoyed fishing, and I realized that you know 
I needed to get outdoors, man. It would help with my depression a lot. If I could just get back outdoors, pick back up fishing, and uh, just have fun with it. <clears throat> so prior to me trying to make it as a video game content creator, um, all the fishing content that I would watch when I fished a few years prior was like tournament related. And so in my mind, I'm still a long ways off from being able to produce quality like tournament footage. But I found the Guggen Squad and all those guys, and that's why I like them so much because they do all this content that's not necessarily tournament tournament related, even though they're doing it now. And I saw that you, there's a there's a a spot there for fishing content that's not serious, right? Because yeah, there's just fun and, and funny and goofing off. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, I, I decided, like, you know, I, I love fishing and I love making YouTube videos. Like, I love learning um, different editing software and music and transitions and all this stuff and I just made the decision that like honestly the video game grind as much as I love it it's just tough and it's very lonely I feel like whereas YouTube you know you produce this video people are commenting on it like I'm still getting comments on a video that I put out last year oh wow so the, the communication is better and uh, honestly just for my mental health you know like getting outside in you know creation in the sunlight um, I've just the, the content and the quality I think uh, has just been a lot better, and so I decided to go all in with with the fishing, and yeah. I think there's a market there for you know not like people wanting. My whole thing. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm taking no, no, you go podcast. ahead. You go ahead. My whole thing is like uh, you know I'm 33, and so some sometimes I feel the pressure of being like too old to be making videos and playing video games. But I know that I'm not the only one out there, and so um, I'm pursuing tournament fishing one day, and I'll get there one day. Uh, but I know there's people out there like me, and so my whole thing is maybe I can inspire someone else to, you know, start their their hobbies or their passions and try to turn that into a dream. Like, don't count yourself out. Don't feel like you're too old. So uh, that whole that whole kind of spin on things just made me want to go all in with fishing. Yeah, and that's um, like what you were just saying. Last year when the virus hit, and I was working at a small print shop with Zach, oh, Jeremy and Philip. Um, yeah. We had to let, like, I had to get let go, and because um, number it just wasn't there because nothing was working. But, um, and so I decided that it, towards the end of the year, I, I wasted most of the year just sitting around doing nothing. But then at the end of last year, I was like, man, I'm gonna take this next year, 2021, and try to be as creative as I can. Um, and I don't really care if you know people don't catch on or if it does. I just want to constantly be putting out stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't quite put out as much as I would want to. But even these podcasts, I was like, well, one, my struggle is like, who'd want to listen to me talk for 20 minutes? kind of deal yeah um, but I'm just trying to get out there and be as creative as I can for this whole year because if I could pick like I, I don't do good sitting at a desk nine to five um, even when I was up at the yeah. print shop I'd come home and just not be happy I'd be miserable and Katie be like what's wrong I was like oh, I was just you know I sat up there for however many hours just designing all day um, but this is the kind of stuff I like like creating doing my own office doing my own thing and mm-hmm. if this is a way for me to do it then I'm gonna try to do it as much as I can then um, yeah, I think you're one of the most creative people that I know. I no, mean, no. I love watching your stuff, like from the church creative stuff. And uh, I, are you, are you in your church office now? Or are you still no, at this like is West Point? West Point. Me and a buddy Miles have this, so we have this yeah. business, and we hang out up here. Yeah. So uh, last night we were watching the video, and my wife was asking. I said, "Well, I know he probably has a church office, but I, I knew you guys rented that space, and like." You know, Jeremy Collie and I have talked about doing the same thing if we can find the right spot here. Yeah. So, I, dude, it's so cool. And you know, you you designed my uh, when I was oh yeah your business cards. Yeah, you stick. designed my business cards, man, and they were perfect. Yeah, um, I remember them coming in. Yeah, so I pretty much so like the church side 
um, is like I'm basically like quarter time. I wouldn't say part time. Like it's okay. I do it passionately just because I love doing it. Um, yeah. So it's a smaller church. There's not a huge budget, and everybody there like gets a little bit of a like an allowance to help just survive, but it's nothing like crazy. So technically, I would say I'm unemployed. Um, okay. And my wife works from home, but I'm loving every bit of it. Uh, like yeah. my first episode of my podcast was like. I knew a lot of people because a lot of people have told me and there's been pressure on me like well why don't you just go to work and you're not helping your family and you're just sitting around and i was like well i mean we don't have a bunch of debt we're perfectly fine we're not trying to be millionaires yeah. right now i mean it'd be nice but we're not so i'm gonna do what i want to do if i have the opportunity dude that, that's great that's a great way to look at life you know there might be a, there might be a day one day where you you can't have that flexibility you know so and so Chase it, dude. yeah that's what i'm doing so yeah this is our spot you and jeremy should do it we love having a, a spot up here just hanging out we found a spot. Uh, we found a spot here, and they rented it to someone else before we could like really talk about it. Um, but if we found the perfect spot, we would, because you know he's he's really great at photography and yeah, videography. he does the wedding and stuff like that, don't he? <laughs> Dude, and he is killing it right now. Uh, for me, for me, just to have a space like this is my planning and editing space. I think would be good because like right now, like I'm in my bedroom. This is my home office right now. <laughs> um, hey, so what was the hardest part for you on starting on YouTube? Um, like I've seen so many things. Some people, you know, just starting. Other people say the first 100 subscribers. Like, so what was what was it for you? Uh, for the first 100 is hard. Um, you know, I saw, I checked last night and you're at 40. I mean, you'll be at 100 in no time. Like, obviously, I'm gonna keep pumping you up and. Oh, thanks. Um, I appreciate it. I love your content. Uh, but the first 100 is hard. And you know, if you watch videos out there, I think it's you always compare yourself to the people that you want to like emulate. So you see the big guys and. But I mean, like everyone else, you know, they've been doing it for you know five, seven years. I'm, I've just, I've just started. You know, who's gonna watch my video? Like, what if I say something wrong? Uh, what if I say something that doesn't make sense and it turns into this whole thing? I mean, I have a some TikToks. My TikTok blew up. TikTok's an easy way to grow. Um, I, I shot up to like 2,100 followers on TikTok, uh, and I was making these videos like why you should use this line, why you should use this not. And uh, you, every video, like people would comment on it and say stuff like, uh, "You're a clown." And I'm like, "Why would you <laughs> say that?" I was gonna like, say, so the more views you get, is the, the more negativity that comes your way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I deal with I deal with the same stuff now. You know, like I'm about to hit 500, which I still feel like you know I've been doing this for a year, man. Maybe I should be grinding some other way to get more subscribers. Um, so that subscriber count is like always in the back of your mind. But I mean, there's so much stuff out there and, and like people saying things like you know you're too old it's too late like it, it's impossible to grow on youtube and stuff like that but really just overcoming that negativity and just telling myself like first and foremost i'm a creative person i just want to get out there and create something and if and like you said last week like if in your podcast if nobody watches it or nobody listens to it like i've still done it for me and i've enjoyed doing it and so i'm going to keep doing it yeah and i had a guy um I heard it somewhere this week, but he was saying, for instance, like one of my videos, say it has like 20 views. I'm like, oh, that's not a lot. And he said, but if 20 people came in this office right now, sat down and watched me record that, I'd be very overwhelmed. Like that's a lot mm -hmm. of people. And yeah. so then I started thinking about it that way. I was like, yeah, man, if 20 people really do sit down and listen to my stuff or watch my videos, um, that is a lot of people. Because they walked in here right now and said, all right, we're here to watch this week. I'd be like, whoa, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of quit focusing on numbers. <clears throat> At this point, I'm just trying to put out as much as I can. Um, mm -hmm. A guy, 
I watched yesterday. He said they need to quit giving YouTube awards out for like 100,000 subscribers and stuff and start giving them to creators who put out their first 100 videos. Oh, um, yeah. Because he was saying this, in the first 100 videos, you start to really find who you are. You find a pattern. You find um, what you're going to start putting out, and that's a huge accomplishment just to put out 100 videos. Mm-hmm. How many videos do you have out right now? Uh, I don't even know. You have a Is lot. I scrolled through them this week. I've got a, I've got a good bit. Um, I'm only at uh, 12, I think. There's still some gaming content on my channel. I th- I think I'm gonna like make it to where you can't see that anymore. Uh, just just because. Oh, dude, I actually lost a subscriber. I was at 470. Now I'm at 460. <laughs> What's been the um, box? I don't know how to see that. I've I've got a good bit though. Like you think you're over 100? Mm, let's see. My first video is two years ago. It's, it's oh, wow. Big. You only started two years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. Do you feel like um, after you got your first 100 that you started gaining subscribers more quickly, or was there like a video mm-hmm. that blew up and then a lot of subscribers came from that, or was it just a slow growth? So I won a G Fuel contest. <laughs> oh, I remember for a couple of videos you had the G Fuel on the shelf behind you. and Yeah, so I won a contest, and they gave me a year's supply, and that video still is getting views. So I, I don't really want to take that down because it brings people to my channel. So, But other than that, I haven't had a viral video. Um, but You've got a couple it, over 1,000 views, though. You've got like some. Uh, yeah. Because I, I was looking earlier, like even the – I mean, even for the – if we talk about just the fishing ones, the one that you, you the ice cream video, it mm-hmm. has like 600 views, which for your fishing ones, is that one of the highest ones? Yeah, it is. It is. It's funny, like, people want to see that stuff. They, they don't really care how big the bass is, I guess. Yeah. They care about the, the funny stuff. Um, and even, uh, like, recently your tournament video, um, I think it had 400-something views where it is maybe, let me see, I'm going to it now. I should have already been prepared, but I'm going to look it up now. No, you're good. Yeah, I should know these things. <laughs> I don't know what mine are either, so. Um, yeah, so. Oh, go ahead. Good. I was just going to say, like, I've stopped watching, like, my uh, my view count as much. Uh, and I just scroll and see if I have any new comments. Uh, because, like, the video I posted last week, you know, it, it only has 29 views. And, like, so I, I would kind of have that neg- negative, like, outlook on it. Like, oh, man, only 30 people watch my video. But after hearing you say, you know, what, what if 30 people came in and what were watching your film, you know? got on a boat and came out and fished with you? All right, TJ, we're watching. Um, but, yeah, like uh, a month ago, your first kayak fish tournament has almost, you know, over 700 views, which. Oh, cool. Um, I was just looking through them earlier. Usually, so let's talk, too, like, what do you, what has worked? The ones that have gone, like, more views, um, do you think it's thumbnail or do you think it's just, like, how's it work for you, do you know? Um, I think thumbnails do matter. Uh, obviously, if they're catchy, they, they draw people in, and I'm trying to learn Photoshop a little bit better to, to be able to do that. Um, but it, I mean, tags are obviously super important. Like, See, make sure I you need to understand the, the that. Right. I need to figure out tags. So I'm not an expert, but there is like certain websites you can use that'll like auto populate them for you, and you can copy and paste. Um, I use TubeBuddy now that kind of gives you like recommended ones. Um, so I think all that's important, but like obviously, like people care about like kayak fishing and they care about the tournament side of things and so i think the the content there is just i mean that's what people want to see and so you can actually use uh like apps like TubeBuddy, and they'll tell you like if the stuff in your title or your tags 
like how or are there a lot of people searching that or is, is it not should you maybe use other words or other tags and so I do that a little bit but really not a lot really like right now I'm just like I film this I edit it to tell my story and I put it up there and see how it does which is probably not the most uh, like professional way to look at it but that's just kind of where I am right now See, I need to figure out I know that most successful channels like they have something that they focus on like yours is fishing um, and that's my problem right now is that I could find something to focus on but I just don't know like I enjoy making videos with my boys which I've only done two so far but they love it and those get more views than anything else I love that I love golfing like the golf video I made with uh, Zach and Jeremy and all them mm -hmm. it's probably one of my favorite ones to make just because I love golfing um, but I don't know if I want to be just a golf channel I love doing this podcast so <clears throat> I like want to keep putting out all different stuff I just don't know if that's going to kill my channel because I'm not focused in on one thing uh, I, you know I don't think so uh I expected to lose like a lot of so when I made the transition like my YouTube channel had gaming content on it and I expected to lose you know a lot of subscribers and it, it didn't happen um, and if you think about it like how often do you unsubscribe from a channel you know yeah, I, I don't right. really unless they do something completely stupid uh, well I just completely unsubscribe uh, or something like super offensive um, but I mean one thing that I've like a common thread in all the like videos is like you say your first 100 videos you're kind of like figuring out who you are and how your content flows like you don't I mean you don't have to niche down so specifically like especially early on you know I mean even still like I still make videos that aren't fishing related uh, I'll make a vlog every once in a while of me doing something completely random or you know here's my my truck or, or something crazy like that so um, I think you're fine man because people want to see that too people like Jeremy Colley, man, he's, he's my biggest cheerleader. He'll, he'll say things like, you know, people don't care how many fish you catch because they're coming to your channel because they want to watch you and your personality. And so I think seeing behind the scenes stuff of you and your wife and your kids, like people are going to love that and people are going to watch that. And then you have the more formal setting of the podcast that, you know, I can listen to on the go. I don't necessarily have to watch it. Um, but then when I am home, I can watch Casey Hall and what he's been doing behind the scenes and what's going on in his everyday life, you know, so... Yeah, I, I mean, think that's what, um, see, I'm, I'm probably just going to keep doing that then now that you done hype me up. <laughs> Everybody's doing it, bro. Yeah. Um, and then you still stream every once in a while. Like, you streamed last week on your channel. Yeah. Um, and so you're just doing what's, I guess, what you just enjoy doing then. That's it, man, because if I'm not having fun, man, it's time to quit. And so I think I don't do it as much because, you know, I have that same concern that you have. Like, if I am streaming World of Warcraft on my YouTube channel, and people come over and they see it for the first time and then they go try to watch some of my videos and it's all fishing related are they gonna like be freaked out or and not and not want to stick around or you know if people follow me purely for fishing content and they see i'm streaming you know world of warcraft they're gonna be like who's this who's this nerd out here trying to play video games <laughs> yeah. i just want to see some fishing you know <laughs> uh but but i haven't experienced that yet it's been really cool like last time i streamed someone came in and they were asking me about uh, if I recommended certain baits and stuff. So that's kind of, I'd like to see the channel be that community where it, it's like kind of this, my gaming side, my outdoor side, it's all coming together and the community gets that. Cause I can't be the only one, right? Yeah, no, there's no way. Yeah, yeah, there's some other, there's somebody out there that loves bass fishing, but also raids in World of Warcraft. Like I can't be the only one. Yeah, you just gotta find them or they gotta find you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you too about you did the experiment where you daily vlog for a week straight. Was it seven days? 
Yes, that, was that, uh, I think I went eight, yeah. Yeah, was that like, uh, did that help with your growth? And was it overwhelming, fun, tiring? Like, um, It made me appreciate the dudes that do it because, dude, I mean, you wake up, you grab your camera, um, you would get, I would get home some nights, and, you know, my wife is, is so supportive, and, and it, it, really, it really matters to have a, a spouse that, uh, whatever you tell, whatever I tell my wife my dream is, she's like, all right, here we go, like, whatever you got to do. So, you know, we would get home at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and my goal was to have it edited and uploaded and set to go live the next day before I went to sleep. And I know that was kind of Casey Neistat's thing for the year that he daily vlogged like every single day. So I learned a lot about like just appreciating like capturing more things to edit later, like capturing more conversations or, or I was always thinking about like where can I place the camera there's one shot in one of those videos where I placed the camera on top of a refrigerator, like facing down at me eating. And I was like, you know, just thinking about small creative things because I'm thinking about how this is going to work in post when I'm editing. How is this going to help tell the story? And so it, it really, and that's what the Guggen Squad say is they're like, you know, anybody can go fishing and record it, but we were telling stories. And so it, it blew up. And so it, like doing it every single day for a week. And, and I, you know, honestly, if you do it every day, you're, you're going to see growth more consistently. I did get burned out on it a little bit. Um, but I mean, I was, I was constantly thinking. And so now I think I think more about the story that I'm trying to tell in the video because I did do that. Yeah. You think you'd ever do it again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I would maybe. love to do, I'm thinking about, so I'm trying, like I'm in that phase of thinking about building out a schedule in the week, like say one day is videos with the boys, one day is the podcast, one day is like behind the scenes type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I just, it's the the daily one I feel like I, I I wouldn't be able to commit to it. I feel like that's what would get me. Mm -hmm. And Well, that's why I did a, we a week and I think I went eight, eight days, I think, just because I told my family too, like my wife, her family, I said, listen. I'm gonna be videoing and putting out a video every single day. This might get annoying for you guys, but I just wanna I wanna challenge myself to see if I can do it. So, I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's it's also a lot of fun, you know. Here's what I wanna say. I wanna see you and uh, Jeremy do a 24-hour survival on nothing but like you catch fish, you cook it, like do one of those challenges. Oh, gosh. I don't I don't know how to do that, but I, I mean I guess I need to learn. Take the kayak, find y'all a little island with no gators, go out there and try <laughs> to survive overnight. I feel like y'all can Bro, do that. I don't, I don't know if I could do it, man. I'm scared. I, I'm kind of scared of the dark, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's when the gators attack, too. <clears throat> there's no there's no island here without gators on it. Oh, God, never mind. Don't do it. The, listen, there was a story recently of a, a boat uh, flipped over in the uh, in the lake, and uh, this dude and his grandson, they, like, swam to this to an island, and they had to wait till the next day to uh, to get rescued or whatever. And uh, he, said, he said, he was like, dude, I knew we were dead because... You could hear the gators on the island, like moving around and stuff. He was like, "I knew I was dead." Oh, oh God. I was like, no. I, "I would have just died." Yeah. Have you watched any or heard of the guy uh, jigging with Jordan? Yeah, yeah, I watch him. He he's out of I think he's, he's out of Columbus, Georgia. He was a uh, his buddy mm -hmm. uh, Twan I think is his name. Oh, I don't know. Uh, they were cheerleaders for Columbus State University, and uh, <laughs> that's funny. But now he you know he hangs out with Guggen guys every once in a while, but. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just so cool to see people like he was out of Columbus and he's got a huge following. Then you got people like Andrew Owens who, you know, here from our hometown. I got a buddy who's good friends. Do you know Garrett Partridge? Um, I I know him from I think he dates Mallory, and Mallory works yeah. with my brother. And he he works at Johnny's like so he's really good friends with Ao. So I've actually texted him and been like, 
hey, can you ask Ayo what camera Lojo is using? Because, like, you know. How did he, do you know how he got that gig? I have no idea. I'll, I need to get Ayo on here. You should. Dude, yeah. Yeah, because he, I think some of his videos, I, he still fishes around here, right? Is it still? Yeah, you, you know, it's he'll he'll fish like the Chattahoochee all the time. Um, I, I know him and Lojo fished West Point one day, which was kind of funny. Uh, but uh yeah so once you know we, we talked off camera about uh, opportunity i have coming up uh i'm, I'm gonna try to do uh i, I mean i don't, if, if he ever watches this i don't want him to think i'm trying to take advantage of anything but if i can somehow like get in contact with them and say hey could, you know could you guys help me out a little bit with now that'd be cool because i didn't it's funny because i worked for his dad in high school uh over here right across the street at the shoe outlet in west point and wait 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 i know exactly tom oswald's his dad tom it's the first, very first, when you come in downtown West Point, on the left, the very first building. Oh my gosh, dude. So I didn't put these things together, but I used to play basketball at Spring Road with Tom. Oh, like yeah. He was, one of the, he was one of the youth leaders yeah, at, he was. at Spring he, Road. Andrew and uh, his young, other son, I forgot his younger son's name. Um, yeah, but he would always be there, but I worked for him at, when he was at the shoe store. Well, he still owns it, but yeah. Uh, but one day my dad was, knows nothing about YouTube, and he's watching YouTube, and he said... Um, he searched some kind of video. And he's like, hey, watch this video. I was like, wait a minute, I know who that is. And I was like, that's Andrew. And then he went to his channel, and he has, like, all these subscribers. I'm like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. Um, and then in one of Andrew's videos is where I saw him filming with some guy named Lojo, and then I went to Lojo. I was like, oh, gosh, Lojo's part of Guggen. Um, mm-hmm. And then everything started clicking. I was like, man. But it was cool to see somebody from our hometown who we know, like, be successful on yeah. YouTube. Um, it really is. And from a fishing channel, too. I mean, most of it, like, when I watch his videos, it's just, a lot of time it's just him going out just, you know, on some kind of adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool to see Dude, that. That's crazy. Like, I, like, I'm literally just putting this all together. So, like, that's his I mean. Because Tom, Tom, in some of his videos, uh, his dad, like, he put one out maybe a month ago, and his dad fished with him. So I've seen videos with his dad, and, like, I haven't seen Tom. I haven't been to Spring Road, obviously, in, like, years, so I never put that together. But now, like, my, my mind is just... So alone right now. Does Lojo, I mean, you may not, does he live in Texas? I think Lojo's from uh, somewhere in Alabama. Oh, okay. I was wondering, I was like, how did Andrew film with him? But that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but that's cool to uh, see people be successful, like they're from our, our hometown. It really is. Have you have you read uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Yeah, I think I have it on, uh, <clears throat> I have a bookshelf back here. I think it's on there. Yeah, I just read it um, for the first time this year. I'm trying to read 21 books this year, Some help, Self-Help. Some fiction stuff like that, and uh, you know, one of the one of the uh, things is like think win win, and it was talking about how like there's room for everyone to succeed, and I think in, in on the on the Twitch side of things, it, it felt like a competition, like you were always competing for views and, and stuff like that. The YouTube community feels more collaborative and like just like we said, it's it's so cool to see them succeed and grow. Like I want to see them continue to grow. And, I do too. Um, and stuff even though like now now i know that i knew andrew at one point in my life um man that's it just makes it so much cooler to see him exploding right now and for you like y'all are in the same like you consider market on youtube but there's plenty right. of room like there's so many successful people out there already but they're mm-hmm. keep adding to it so um and it's cool to see that there is room like you said on youtube for that because even being in a small town it's kind of like if there's one thing that's already in business and you try to open another one it's instantly competitive it's mm-hmm. not like, hey, let's cheer for each other. Right. Um, which is a whole other thing with churches, too. But anyway. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, maybe that'll be another, Maybe we'll have another episode one day. We can get down here and just talk church stuff. Absolutely, man. Um, so what advice, this will be kind of like my last couple questions. What advice do you have for people wanting to get started? Like, if, say, 
okay, I want to go into YouTube, I want to jump into it. Like, what would you tell them first? Like, it's gonna be so stereotypical, but like, I was I was actually thinking about this. Uh, I would just say, man, just do it. Like, don't be afraid of what anyone else is gonna say. Don't be afraid if you're gonna get you know a hundred views or not. Don't be afraid if your camera quality or your audio quality is not gonna be crisp or mint. Like. You don't need a fancy DSLR or, or even like a, a fancy XLR microphone plugged into a mixer into your computer. Like all of that stuff will come as you fall in love with it and, and, and grow more passionate and get more experienced, honestly. Like out of the box, that stuff doesn't make you a great creator because at the end of the day, content is, is king. Like tell a story, tell your story and, and just do it and see if you like it because I mean, if you, if you never try, then you'll never know. And so get out there and film a video. Try to tell a story. Like don't, don't listen to any any negativity that's going to tell you that like you're you're not important or your story doesn't matter or any of that stuff because it, it, it definitely does and at the end of the day <clears throat> like you can watch all my videos you'll see like one or two people that comment on every single video because somebody out there is going to love your content for you you're going to be someone's favorite podcaster you're going to be someone's favorite vlogger um and, and you would never build those relationships or that community if you never take that first step and try. So the, the most generic advice to get for people to get started is to, man, just do it. Film it on your phone. You can edit it on your phone if you need to. Uh, it's tough, but you can, you know, so. And what do you do, do uh, like you're saying, as you got more views, more subscribers, more hate and negativity come in, you just kind of ignore it, or what do you <laughs> Yeah, you, uh, I mean, you handle it better than I do. It's a little bit of a killer to yourself. You're like, because I know when people <clears> – <throat> Uh, say something negative about like oh but I'm like I can't let that bother me I do man I take it personally somebody commented on one of my uh, oh, dude somebody commented on one of my TikToks and called me a clown and I wanted so bad to like because I had 2k followers at the time and he had like I want to say like 13 and dude it took everything within me not to just be like who you calling a clown yeah, buddy <laughs> like, but but the truth is like it gets to me too and I, I know you uh you do better because you delete comments off of your social media. I need to start doing that, and Jeremy's actually advised me to do that. So I'm going to start doing that. But um, If it's not <clears throat> useful or helpful, I mean, I'm not trying to have people come there and just be conflict. like Right. So especially, like, in the, especially in the church world, man. I agree with you 100%. Uh, people people just get on there saying negative stuff. makes us look stupid. But, um, <clears throat> but no, uh, one thing in one of the uh, – like marketing books that I read or something this year said return every handshake and so this is a weird way of looking at it but if you took the time to watch my video maybe they did it uh, if you comment if you like or dislike that's still engagement it's still helping so it, you out it still helps me out so I'm kind of being a smart aleck in a way but you know I'll respond to them and be like hey thanks for watching my video yeah. thanks for thanks for taking the time to comment I really appreciate yeah. it you know because that just helps um, you too because there's even more comments on there now yeah, but I mean, you, you do have to build thick skin. I, I do take everything personally, but like I said, I got a support system. Like I know you're out there. I know uh, Jeremy's watching every video. My wife's watching every video, and they're like, you know, you can't listen to that stuff. Like you're doing great. Your videos are great. They're getting even better, and just keep pushing forward. So yeah, um, I enjoy. I love every time you post. I get excited. I love watching them. Hey, uh, thanks, man. Uh, I can't wait for when I you actually, get the boat too. So then do be, what? I, when you get the boat, then I feel like you're just going to go to the next level. Oh, dude. I I feel like that's my next ceiling, right? Once I get the boat. You got you can go so many different places, enter more tournaments, do all kinds know, of stuff. I know, dude. Uh, which, David, it's still crazy. It's crazy to me how you met. His name's David, right? 
at the boat ramp. That's where you met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now here you are, and and he makes YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, and then here you are fishing together, which is still crazy to me how all that worked out. Bro, he he walks up to me at the boat ramp. I'm putting my GoPro on my kayak. He goes, "Hey, you got a, you got a YouTube channel?" And I was like, "Oh no no no." He said, "Hey, how you doing?" And my first thought was like, "Oh my god, like, you know, I'm a kayaker at a boat ramp. This dude's about to chew me out." He's like, "You got a YouTube channel? I'll see your camera." And yeah, we're friends now, you know. <laughs> That's so cool. But uh, hey, so everybody, make sure you check out TJ um, on social media. I've got everything linked in his channel. I love watching his videos. I know y'all will too. Um, and so, hey, we'll do another episode in the future, and we'll talk church stuff too. Absolutely, man. Uh, Anytime. And all that. So thanks for watching. We love you guys. See you later.